welcome to all my listeners, all the uh, <laughs> platforms, to everybody that uh been supporting me and everything. Thank you. Welcome to this episode. This episode of Smoke This Over, the podcast presents Smokers Lounge, powered by, hosted by, sponsored by Anchor, the perfect app for anyone that's trying to do their own podcast. That's right. All I got to do is go on your phone, download it, and you can start today. And it's free. And all you need is a phone. You don't need a microphone. You don't need any of that. Now, if you want to get a little fancy, fine. But you don't even need that. All you just need is a phone and time. So download Anchor today. And also, not only can you make a podcast, you can listen to podcasts. You can listen to your own. You can listen to mine. The Smokers Lounge. So, Go ahead, download Acre today. Hey, how you doing? I am your host. Very, very, uh, little bit high, a little bit mind blown. Not mind blown, but just, just taking in everything that I'm hearing on the news today. And it's funny because it seems like this is about to become a political platform more so than anything else. But like I said, I'm Kavanaugh, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. So before I go into what this episode is about, what we're going to be talking about today for the next 40, 40 to 50 minutes, I am a porn rap star. I do porn and I rap. I have porn video, fuck video, sex video, sex tapes, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I have music. And of course, you know, I'm a podcaster. Social media. I'm not going to sit here and go down the list of all my freaking links, but there's one place where you can find all my links. Go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. There's allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star to see all my links. And also, many of my sites are discounted, such as Black Bull Sessions. Right now, you can get a full year for 80% off for $24. People, understand this. Some of you fuckers is out there Spending, what, $29, $39, $24, you know what I'm saying, for a, to, to get a membership. You might even go on the OnlyFans, you might spend $3 to get a subscription for a month. But for $24, you get a full year with a rebuild, 50% off. So I ain't going to say no more. Plus, I got another sale going on, 50% off for over 140 videos on my mini vids. BCMX mini vids. But you can find all that on all my links dot com backslash porn rap star. Also on that same that same spot you can hear you can find links to all my music. Songs like Dummy, which is produced by Gross God, Price, Listen. The newest joint I just dropped. Getting where you fit in. Plus some of my older shit, such as Boss Man, Business Man, Maine, Trouble. I can go down the list, people. So all you got to do, and all you got to do is go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. And understand my music is everywhere, from Spotify to Tidal to Dizzle. But if you go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star, you can find those links. Now, let's move forward. <laughs> well, the name of this one is Funny What Happens in a Year. Now, I do recall coming into 2020, I know everyone talks about 2020. We were just coming off, really, of Trump surviving the uh, surviving being possibly being impeached. And it's funny how you hear you hear all these Republicans, every last one of them. We're sitting here defending Trump, 
Now, it was funny. They were flip-flopping throughout the four years, but they had this guy dead to rights on the same shit that he did when he tried to convince the people in Georgia to find him some votes. And the Republicans, these same Republicans who are right now, which I told you was going to end up turning on Trump, and within good reason of why they're turning on Trump, but that's not the point. They defended him. Mitch McConnell said, yeah, he, he, ain't, well, he ain't getting removed through this. Why, why, why I'm the head of the Senate. Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz. Think about how the whole Republican Party fought the Democrats tooth and nail to keep this man in office. Now let's fast forward to today. Now for some of y'all that might look at the news, and for some of y'all don't, I'll give you a little understanding is that now the Republicans, the whole government itself is trying to find every which way they can to remove this man from office and to prevent him from even running again for any federal office or local. Now, that's why I said funny what happens in a year. See, COVID stripped away a lot of shit. 2020 stripped away a lot of shit. And we still dealing with 2020 going into 2021. But that's fine. They, it's interesting that M- Mitch McConnell said point blank. I, mean, I ain't going to say verbatim because I don't feel like going word for word, but he basically saying in um, and you might hear me say nigga terms. Yeah, I glad y'all about to damn prosecute that motherfucker. Actually, I couldn't think about it. I vote to get rid of him. <laughs> because of the shit he had to deal with. He woke up. Let me tell you when he woke up. It, it, it was before... It was actually before the ins- in, insurrection. He's trying to get home. He's riding the airplane. He's he's in the airport. Trumpers surrounding him, battering him, calling him a traitor, a piece of shit. Same thing happened with Mitt Romney. Same thing. And then all of a sudden, now he about face. Good. Yeah, I understand what people are saying. Yeah, it's too late, but it's late is better than never. <laughs> Sometimes you got to take late better than never. Sometimes it takes a motherfucker to get slapped in the face to wake up to see what the fuck was I thinking. Now, of course, Lindsey Graham, he's supposed to backpedal. And for what I understand, he was down at the wall with Trump. And Cuomo today was saying, you know, there you go. He flip flopping, but here's the thought. I was thinking. I said he might flip flop, but is he down there to flip flop? He down there to try maybe to talk to Trump and say, "Look, you you, you might want to think about resigning <laughs> because it's about to get heavy." I'm just letting you know, Trump is serious because he understands this. Now Trump has became the enemy of the state. He went from being the president to the enemy of the state. It's his own fault because the rhetoric. And the Republicans, it's funny, it's making him the scapegoat when they were the ones that kind of built this from the beginning. He just took a hold of it and took it to another level. And they allowed it. They had many opportunities to shut it down. They had many opportunities to put him in his place. But because the sake of we need to get our agenda to go, we need to get our agenda to go. And then you notice how it went from our agenda to me. 
When he lost that election, you, look how many uh, <laughs> Republicans went from we're going to protect the Constitution to fuck the Constitution. I'm with Trump because I want to make sure I get elected. I kept saying the party of me, not the party of we. See, so now McConnell, he's on board. You have the third leading Republican. She's on board. And just now, I think I look on the news, they, the, the House is bringing up another article about, I think, the 25th Amendment, the 24th, I mean, the 24th Amendment, I think. Even though Pence said he would not enact it. Do you understand the damage that Trump has caused? Now, Think about this. I said this before. It's dangerous when you have people that would take up arms for a person. Not an ideal, but a person. They took their ideal, their frustrations, and put it on one man, Trump. We love Trump. We're going to back him. He's a true American. He's been saying what he was going to say. He invoked what's going on. Because he embraced QAnon. QAnon, oh, yeah. See, when you have a pulpit like the presidency, it's very important and, and, and delicate on what you back and who you back. He knows his base. He knows what to say. He knows what to say that's going to appease that base. But, but at the same token... He's trying, he's worried that if I say too much, I might go to jail. See, trust me, once he got out of office, he do some rallies where they ain't going to be televised and they in private, or he going to say what he really fucking think about everything. But see, because understand, let me tell you how fanatical these people is. Just at the understand some of the last couple of days, you had Capitol Police under investigation. <laughs> some of them, one of them took a selfie. I think the chief, he, uh, he quit. I think I mentioned that before. But also at the same token, a couple of them, it's, it's like as they investigate more, they find out how organized this shit was. They had pipe bombs. And understand, now these fuckers are saying that they're going to be doing the same thing that they did at the Capitol. They're going to do the same thing at the Capitol of all 50 states. Now, a lot of people are saying, how the hell are they going to be? They can't do that. Dude. Once again, I keep saying this. There's Trumpers everywhere. See, now, if you support Trump, people are going to look at you sideways. Are you crazy or are you sane? And, and I heard on Fox News, they said, well, you shouldn't think that all Trumpers are like that. That was just that section of the... Well, I hate to say it, it was enough of them. And trust me, it's more of them. See, it's the reason why they're trying to censor shit. And see, this is funny because now we have the right saying, bring it up the freedom of speech argument. Freedom of speech. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about this. All right. Let me give y'all some knowledge here. Let me break this down to you. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, many vids. I can go down the list. Anything that's on the internet, including my site, my personal standalone site, is a private, privately owned entity. The government does not own 
social media. They can threaten social media. They can nudge social media, but they do not own it. Tucker knows this to a certain extent, but but he don't tell everybody the whole truth. Tucker Carlson and Hannity did. Because it's, their money is not based off of truth. It's based off of in the window and agenda. So, sorry if I have long pauses. I, I see why these people do that shit. I used to get mad when they do that shit. <laughs> like, why he pauses so damn much? What the fuck? Say it. But I get it because you say so much, then you stop and got to catch your thoughts. Yeah, so, bear with me. I, I need to be patient when I listen to other podcasts. So, I just wanted to bring it up. That was kind of funny. But... Like I said, with Tucker Carlson and, and Fox News, to them, they, they keep bringing up the freedom of speech. And Twitter and them has a responsibility at the same token, a right to censor anyone. It, TikTok, anytime when I said something about Trump, it got taken. When I said something about Trump that was a little inflammatory, yeah, they took it down. Yeah, and guess what? I didn't bitch, I didn't moan. You had a whole platform in Parlay or Parlay or whatever the name of the shit is that was basically dedicated to the right wing so you can imagine the shit that being said on this. And understand this. They were able to organize that many people. Even though it was a rally coming, they were able to organize that many people and get a movement to move like that. And see, what's just funny is they still saying Black Lives Matter and Tifa and all that. But like I said again, us as black folk, we be damn, we're going to go to the Capitol because we ain't trying to get shot. Let's keep it real. But, but the thing of it is, is that it's the rhetoric from these guys that kind of spurned this. It brought the chickens to come home to roost. Because Fox News, the Republicans, has been doing this. Trump has been invested in this. So then you put these three together. It was a marriage made in heaven or, excuse me, a, mar- a marriage made in hell. Because you had complete chaos. Trump's speech today. I don't even, need to, I don't even know why they even aired the shit. <laughs> I'm just like, Really? What's the fucking point of you even saying anything? Why even allow him to get on the TV is beyond me. That's kind of like you keep saying well, we, we need to censor him, but you keep putting him on TV. But I guess I get it's free speech until y'all make the decision to pull that from him. And I get what I was saying. It's a slippery soap. If you do that, if you censor that, they're going to start censoring everything. And this, that, and third. But see, the difference is, is if I say... For example, crackers ain't shit. I don't think it's going to cause a thousand black people to go kill a thousand crackers or white people. This man basically said, basically told people to storm the Capitol and guess what they did? They did. He said for the longest with lies upon lies and and in and the window and theory and, and conspiracy theories that he had the election stolen. Actually, in his mind, he won by a landslide. Unless he was intending it, I don't think that was possible. Yeah, if you go backwards. You put it in reverse, yeah, yeah. The night before you won, yeah. They stop counting that night. Maybe in another dimension, maybe in a, another universe. I don't know what to tell you, but to me, I don't see where he sees it. But it's not that he sees it. It's not that he believe believes it. Trust me, he's pissed because he lost. He's embarrassed because Trump is used to winning. Trump is used to getting his way. Trump is used 
to beating the system. And this is one time he can't beat the system. He took pride in that shit. Think about the back in 2016 with Hillary Clinton, when she sat there and said to him, you know, you cheated the tax codes. He said, yeah, and you made it possible to do it. He reveled in that. He reveled in the fact that he was able to get out of going to the army being drafted. See, understand, they, these people were able to organize. It, it's crazy because you can sit here and try to blame social media. Social media is not the fault of this because it's just the vehicle that they use to push their agenda and the vehicle that they use to organize. You can't blame a car for a murder. You blame the person. All they were doing was driving the car and was opening the door and saying, come, come on, get on in. We, we, we go, come on, jump in, slide over, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, let's go. That's what they did. And now they're organizing again. And, of course, Fox News want to put oil on the fire because let me explain to you why. Tucker Carlson and them, they want chaos. Let me explain to you why they want chaos. It makes them money. Rupert Murdoch, it makes them money. Fox News, the right wing, it makes them money. War makes them money. Peace don't make them money. Because now that Trump is gone and the Republicans do not even own D.C. anymore, what news are they going to report other than they got to report the Democrats' movements them bitching about Democrats' movements. They ain't gonna have no inside on shit. Not like they used, not, not like they did with Trump. So guess what? They're worried about ratings. So guess what? Let's stir the pot so we can get these ratings popping so we can make this money. Fuck the fact that in every way possible, this election was legitimate. It's not legitimate enough for Rupert Murdoch's pockets. It always boils down to money. See, I said, I said this to a friend of mine today, a guy at work. I said, if we was able to survive the reconstruction era, when after we got out of slavery, we black people was becoming politicians and business owners. Imagine if we was able to survive the Ku Klux Klan and 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 everything the white people did to cause up cause our misfortune. Imagine what we'll be today. Imagine. Close your eyes, think about it. And white people actually acted like they had some sense back in the Reconstruction. We would be better off. There probably wouldn't be much. It wouldn't be racism. But see, the thing of it is, is that a lot of the people that are right now talking about going to this, going to the, to the, to the capitals and all this and their issues or what have you. It's, it's they're putting it all in the big ass box and Trump just tied the bow on it because Trump is the bow. Trump is the manifestation. I keep saying this. The racist motherfuckers love Trump. QAnon love Trump. Disfranchised white people who may be biggest, who feel that immigrants and niggers and Mexicans, they're stealing our jobs. They're, they're moving their, they're moving their, their hip hop and, and reggaeton into our neighborhoods and fucking our women and fucking our daughters. We don't want them, we don't want them niggas staying on the same block with us. 
We like it back when it was back in 1960 when they was over there on the other side tracks in the little shacks and we was here. See, that's how they're thinking. I said before, people do not want change because change hurt. Change is hard to accept. The people that's going up there on these capitals, the people, the, the, do you understand that for the first time ever, you about to see, and, and, and I, it's funny, I was saying this last year. I wish I was doing my podcast a year ago. One of the biggest things I said, the biggest problem is when Trump got impeached, that if what he did was not a fence that could remove him from office, but the Republicans felt what he did was not right, and the Democrats felt it wasn't legal, well then, you tell me y'all couldn't come up with another punishment. And one of the things I was saying was that it's interesting that we had police to police everything else, but we ain't got no police that polices the government. The government polices itself, and the policement of the government is shitty. And think about this. If a senator, for example, does something bad, that, that, like what's going on now, Technically, back in the day, if they if this never happened, it was some other shit, and a senator did something, let's say rape or whatever, or sexual assault, or he got caught in scandal cheating, they would encourage him to resign. Not remove him, resign. But if he don't decide, if he doesn't resign, they don't do nothing. They just groan and bitch and moan, but they don't do nothing. We saw this when you had some of the senators in the Republican side that was doing some wild ass shit, blackface and everything. Them fucking said, nah, I ain't resigning. Nothing was done. Now what we about to see is, oh, now y'all can police each other. Oh, now you can re- forcibly remove a senator. House representative. Yeah, because they caused the insurrection. Now they can be removed. So that means they got the damn near overshow the country <laughs> to be removed forcibly. Interesting. That they can't be charged with a crime of such nature. And they're talking about charging Donald Trump with the insurrection. Interesting. So a president can be charged of a crime. See what's interesting how when the when the intensity of the game changes, how the rules kind of change with it. See, I, I, don't, I don't think anybody noticed that. See, I like I told you before, if y'all ever listen to my podcast, I look at the totality. I look at the whole fucking puzzle. And for what I'm seeing is they make the rules when they feel like it. Now, because Republicans now got to somehow fix the mess that they have fucking created with Trump and the Trumpers and the Trumpicans who are the the Trumpicans who are in the Republican Party. Now I see, yeah, y'all can remove a motherfucker. President can be charged. Senators can be charged. You know what I'm saying? So, so think. Mm, interesting. So when he does blackface and say, nigga, no, you got to resign. It takes him inciting a fucking riot that could have overturned the country and the government. Kind of remove and guarantee some of the motherfuckers that were sitting there in the house 
in that 140, I guarantee you one or two of them was had a scandal in the past two or three years about something to do with blackface, something to do with racial racial shit and the whole nine. Well, I find Israel top ten to be quiet as motherfucker since all this shit. Yeah. And I guarantee you, Mr. Tom tells me one of the motherfuckers they're going to sit there and say, yes, impeach. Yes, remove. I put money on it. See, I said this before. It's going to take, and if the Republicans are smart, because Trump is going to try to pardon himself. We still got nine days. A lot can happen. And then what the most telling thing, the most telling thing that was said was when these motherfuckers said, it doesn't even matter. We're still going to do it. So now Trumpism is an actual movement. So the Republicans, guess what? The bullshit you've been doing for the past, I don't know how long has now came to fruition. And see, this is funny. I'm not saying this because I'm not a Democrat. I want people to understand this. I'm a freaking independent. Trust me, if Biden and the Democrat do some stupid shit, I am going to call them out on it. I don't give a fuck. My feelings upon politicians is that they're all full of shit. They all got their shit with them. Long as they just somehow gain some morals to help the common folk. We know they're going to take care of rich people. That's why people try to get rich. Because they know that the government going to take care of them. <laughs> Wealth over health. See, this has been bubbling. Now them bubbled over. So now we're going to see what happens. We're going to see how fast. In front of, I'm kind of shocked because I didn't think they were going to move this fast on this. And very surprised how many Republicans turned so quickly. See, that's the kicker. That's the kicker. I was expecting so many to be like, yeah, we're going to. I thought they were going to be like, no, no, no. We, we, uh. No, no, no. We good. We good. Uh, He got 10 more days. We, we can hold out for 10 more days, man. We ain't worried. He gonna go away. But see, when they saw how organized this shit was and how many of these people were sitting here saying what they were saying online and sending emails and voice man, you know what I'm saying, and all that shit. Doing all that shit, right? Now y'all wake up and say, okay, we need to handle this motherfucker. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to leave you with the elephant in the motherfucking room. For the first time in the history, since old history, let's make this clear. Oh, wait, 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 wait a second. Old history. We're talking about Middle Ages, people. When the Romans had to go to Britannia and they had to deal with the Goths. Excuse me, not the Goths. Uh, God, see, I is a damn sure I'm a history buff, and I got it wrong. The Druids, when they had to deal with the Druids, and and the, the natives of of Britannia, this is the first time in a long time that white people are scared of white people. Think about that: white people are scared of white people. Black people been scared of them motherfuckers. <laughs> Scared of what they are capable of. And now they see what they're capable of. Now can you hear the term, put the genie back in the bottle? Uh, nah, it's too late. See, I, I, I told my wife, I said, Trump is going to be here. This, this decade, you're going to see a lot of shit. We might see, like I said on another show, and I pray to God that I'm wrong. A lot of domestic terrorism. And the funny part is, it was an FBI agent. Plenty of law enforcement telling everybody, no, 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 no. 
We don't need to worry about the terrorists. We don't need to worry about Al-Qaeda when it comes to the United States. No, we need to look at these domestic terrorists. And it's going to go back to what I said in the previous show. They didn't want to look at domestic terrorists because your domestic terrorist is white. <laughs> I'm going to say this again. In the voice of Mr. Nancy, see, in the world, white people is inherently considered good. Black people is considered evil. So when a white man does something bad, it's a good man that turned bad. But when a black man does something good, oh, it's just a mad time for him to show his true nature. Mr. Nancy, Orlando, I mean, there, Orlando Jordan, whatever his name is, I can't, I think that's his name. Bad actor, hey, he ain't on this season of American Gods. <laughs> but that is the reason why Nah, not because think about this for a second. If you look at history, the mafia, and I said this before, ran the America, pretty much ran America. FBI didn't want to do nothing until they were forced to. The domestic terrorists, a.k.a. the racists, a.k.a. the militia, and all that good shit. Because they were white, like the Italians. Because I don't give a fuck nobody say, Italians are European. Now, they might have a little black. They might have some black in that blood, because I'm pretty sure. Because let's make this clear. Rome did engulf Africa and made Egyptians as well as Africans and all that good shit. One of them being, one of them being Carnage. It was in Africa. Hannibal was black. He was not white. Might have been mixed, but I, I doubt it. He probably was chocolate. So it was black people in Italy, motherfuckers. It was black people in Rome. There was some niggas digging in some white pussy they even in. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it 100. They, and, and of course I, I heard, you know, but anyway, the point being, you notice that with the mafia, look at this with this group of people. Because they're white. Why should we watch them? They ain't gonna do nothing. And you notice they don't do shit to them until they done blown something up. They had the Oklahoma bomber on their radar, but because he's white, now he ain't gonna do nothing. Blew up, blew up the, blew up some shit. A lot of these motherfuckers. They are domestic terrorists. Trust me, the FBI know who the fuck they is. It's just the white ones, the, the lily white ones especially, they don't pay attention to them because they're white. Now they're going to pay attention to them. But there have been people that were saying for the longest, you need to watch Ku Klux Klan. My favorite one, my favorite movie is The Black Klansman. Same fucking concept. Damn it, how something that happened back in 1970, 1960, you can see today. It took a black man to pretend to be a white man for white people to see how dangerous the Klan was. Funny how the same thing just happened today. Same thing happened in this day and time. Because white people just don't want to believe they just that evil. They don't want to believe that they that despicable. They don't. They can't stand. And what's so funny, they had to see it. What killed them, they had to see it. Because I'm going to tell you what's funny. I want to act Fox News, CNN, NSBC, local news, what have you. 
You can look at YouTube. Go look at the videos. Show me a black man in the midst of all that white sea. I'm waiting. I am solely waiting. Did you see a black man out there? Fuck no. Actually, the black Trumpers are being quiet as a bitch, especially on TikTok. Ain't said shit. And watch how quickly the black Trumpers turn away from Trump. Because the black ones won't get deep in the Kool-Aid. They were there because it was just a new shiny object. And they love watching The Apprentice. They jumped on the bandwagon. But when they saw how real the bandwagon was, they saw who else was on the bandwagon. I guarantee you won't see a black man at another Trump rally for the rest of eternity. You want to know why? Because they're going to be worried that they're going to get their ass hung. Because you think them Trumpers gave a fuck about, oh, you for Trump? You a nigga. This is about white America. This is about our America, not you. Because I keep saying this. We was brought over here as slaves. They look at us as slaves in many ways. It's not this generation's fault. This is just generations upon generations of fucking programming by white man on white man. People ain't thought about that. They're abusing their own. To teach somebody to hate or to teach somebody that they are greater than a person based off of their color, based off of how much money they got, is a form of fucking abuse. If you think about it, because you're developing somebody to have a disdain for a group of people that are human beings and no different than them. The only difference between them and that person is either the skin color or how much money in their pocket. And guess what? When it comes to money in their pocket, it can switch in the blink of an eye. That fucking can go poor, that person can become rich. That black person that you hate so fucking much that you're racist against, you may have to go to a black person to get yourself a job or talk to a black person about getting a fucking loan. It's a form of abuse. Whether you believe it or not, it's mental abuse. See, because like I said before, I give this generation of white, of, of white people credit as well as our as, as as our brothers and sisters, they're getting enlightened. They're getting a little bit more enlightened than the generation before them. And I said this, and 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 remember this. And I'll say it again: it's going to be another hundred years before you see true equality, because we have to erase the scars of the past and the and the foolishness of the past in order for us to have a great future. Meaning, I'm not going to be alive when that happens. If I am, well then, well then, damn, I must be a, I must be a mortal or something. It must be something that happened to me that I don't know about. <laughs> I'm a mutant or something like that. I don't freaking know. Or I'm a zombie one. Or, I don't know. But the point being is, people need to actually learn about government. You need to learn shit. You, you just can't depend on what the news is going to tell you. Learn how government works. Damn it, Google it. Read. Actually, if you want to be stupid about it, if you're that damn lazy, you can go on YouTube and find a video to explain to you how the government works. The amendment, the constitution, the whole nine. So the problem is we depend on somebody else to give us knowledge instead of us taking time to go get knowledge for ourselves. It's like a preacher. You go to church, you don't open that Bible till you go to church. And then you don't open it then. What you do is you sit there and listen to this man tell you what he feels 
which you need to know from the Bible. But yet, it's funny, I'm not the most religious person, but didn't God say, I want you to read my Bible with a cardinal mind? Y'all reading it with a closed cardinal mind. But I digress on that end. Religion is another discussion for another day. (laughs) For sure. So, but like I said, um, we're going to see what happens in the next couple of days. I'm curious. And then, like I said, the stark warning that Trump gave, because a lot of people were saying, was, was thinking that he was, uh, God, I can't remember what he said at the end. God just said so much shit now. Um, what did he say at the end? It's, it's, it's to the, basically saying, if they impeach me, it's going to be, it's going to be real bad. It's going to turn out bad. People, he said, uh, Biden need to watch out because it's gonna be a slippery slope. Because if it happened to me, it can, it, it, you know, it, it might happen four years from now. To him, let me explain this to you. What he was saying within that, see, he disguised it with the Biden statement. Well, he's telling everybody, and he's probably telling his people. That could be wrong. This is alleged. This is theory. He wants them motherfuckers to riot. I want you to think about this for a second. And now and now I'm gonna close this out. He saw what happened. See, everything he's been doing lately has been based off of reactions of what he's been seeing on TV from his followers. Yes, his followers. And his militia, his army. Let's just go. Let's just fucking call a spade a spade. His army, his personal fucking army. He saw what they did. He saw how they acted during the election. He saw how they reacted. During the certification ceremony. You don't think he, before he was shut down and all these things were shut down, he wasn't on parlor. You don't think he listens to Fox News and the white wing media every bit. Come on, he names names the fucking news outlets. You never heard Bush name a far left outlet. He don't even really name Fox News hardly during his presidency. Just think about it. Why? Because they love me, so I'm going to give them a shout out. They love me. They love me. He saw, he saw, he basically, let me make this quick because I got five. <laughs> I got five. He basically saw the power that he hold with his words with these people. And the statement that he made, well, let's just say, you already know. You already know. Because basically, what he was basically telling his people is, I want you to storm the Capitol. I want you to do what you did, but this time I want you to bring guns. And see, I said this in a tweet. I said, Tucker Carlson, your freedom of speech is a bunch of gun-wielding people storming this, the, the national Capitol. The Capitol building. Your America is built on lies and anarchy. And what's funny is the Republicans didn't used to be like this. I don't know what happened since 
the days when Bush was in office. But damn, I had to give it to them fuckers. They had integrity. They called Bush on his shit when it came to the damn Iraq war. Let's keep it. The Republicans were more vocal than the Democrats trying to hold Bush accountable for it and Cheney. What happened to them Republicans? It feels like Jesse Helms became fucking president the way that he got them Trump at. Jesse Helms probably smiling in his grave right now. That's the kind of president I wish I had when I was alive. <laughs> George Wallace, Alabama governor, the man that stood in the door of Alabama and said, I would not let no nigga come to my university. He right now jumping up and down. He's great. Go Trump. He sees how fanatical his following is and he loves it because he loves the attention and he loves the power and he became drunk with power with being president and I said it then when he survived that impeachment he felt he was Teflon and untouchable and it empowered him but that wasn't a good thing it was like R. Kelly, when he got off, scot free that first court case. You'd think he would have chilled out and said, oh, let me chill out. No, he became emboldened and did it more. And more daringly, Trump. And see, you know what's more scarier? I'm going to leave with this thought. Imagine if he won. Imagine if Trump won the election. I leave you with that thought. Smoke that over. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You haven't learned anything. Y'all take care. Treat each other good. Treat yourselves good.